welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, last time uh, we were in the midst of a large-scale combat with some weird electrical towers and some uh, spiders and mechanical wasps, I guess mechanical spiders, mechanical wasps, all kinds of mechanical things. I mean, seems to be the theme down here. So, uh, without further ado, let's dive right back into it. So, uh, we are still more or less in the same combat. Um, so we are going to go ahead and uh, jump over to Tormir is next up in combat. <laughs> no, no intros, just just... Just hitting things? Just hitting things. I mean, is that not the, the, the Tormir way? Tormir, the dwarf monk, will move next to the boss. <laughs> no talky-talky, okay. only smashy-smashy. Sounds <laughs> like something Tor- ethereal. Is Tormir running through the electrical field? He was not in the electrical field. The electrical field is if both towers are on. Oh, no, that's right. Those towers are They're off. not on. Aha, you're right. Sorry. Thank GM you. trying to screw me. Judge. Judge, <laughs> I, he is the judge. I, I am the law. <laughs> Help us! All right, so you save charge him. Me, save me, Paizo, Paizo. <laughs> nice, Paizo. So yeah. you charge uh, because you are charging. Um, you do. I'm not, not charging. Oh, you're just walking. Well, there's, it. There's no charging. Are you? Are you galloping? Oh, that's right. Uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I was still in Pathfinder 1 mode because I played that not too long ago. All right, so uh, you move up to the uh, the boss. That's, I'm uh, not taking any attacks of opportunity. Jeez, Tony. I mean, I could. That, that does exist rarely, but no, uh, he's not going to. So it is your... So that's, is that will only take one action to get there? Yep, that's yep. 30 feet away. All right. In a shock to everyone, I'm going to activate Flurry of Blows. Oh, no. What? No. Wow, we're really sassy today. Oh, we are. Interesting. Well, uh, the first roll is a 20, and the second roll is a 30. So the first roll misses, and the second roll hits. All right, that will be 15 bludgeoning damage on that. And then I will cast Shield with my last action. Okay, so That's move, probably smart. move, double punch, and Shield. Sounds like a solid course of action. It's a very Tormir round. It is. All right. And up next goes Tabitha. Woohoo! I get to shoot things. Everyone's so surprised because that never happens. Shot gasp. Uh, right. I am already in range. Um. I'm going to put the hunter's quarry because I believe last time I was not in range. Or hunter shot. Hunted shot? Hunted shot. It's hunted shot. I'm sorry. I can't remember the name of things anymore. <laughs> I've lost my mind this week. This week? Well, most weeks. All right. Pew pew number one, 26. Uh, 26 hits. Critical? Nope. Three damage. Boo. Okay. Fourteen. Does not hit. Pachoo. And so you it did hunted shot. Uh, and then you have the double shots. And then yeah. so you still should have one more shot if you want to take yes, it unless correct. you want to move. Nope. 
14 again. Uh, uh, miss again. And it pierces off of his armor and flies off into the distance. I don't actually think it would make that sound, but it probably be like, tink. I mean, he, the thing is, he's a weird metallic construct, and he's made out of a variety of alloys, so maybe it might make a pachoo sound. Sorry, I had an energy drink today, and so I may be a little silly. That's okay. Maybe he's made out of uh, compressed argon, and he just doesn't react. Aww. Ha. <laughs> Boo. Science jokes. Science puns. He's definitely in the noble fields. More science puns. More (laughs) science puns. All right. Is that the end of your turn, Tabitha? Look, I have to make those jokes periodically. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the end of your turn, Tabitha? Yes. Are you kidding me? (laughs) All right. Athir, you are up next. All right. Seeing as uh, how I am still super buffed um, with haste. super buff. Oh, yeah. works out. It works out. Um, I got blessing, uh, some sort of blessing on me that gives me plus one, and I get an extra. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, is that still Does a 21 hit? 21 does not. Okay. Um, Sorry about that. <laughs> and I've got haste, and I have an, uh, that uh, extra action thing in Jigger Bob that uh, can be. Jigger any- Bob? Yep. Can so. A, strike or a move. Um, Wasn't guess, he married mm-hmm. to Angelina Jolie for a while? Uh, all right, all right. Uh, let's stay on track here. <laughs> so I'm gonna do. So seeing as there's no charge in game, I'm going to use sudden charge, the one that is in game, and move two, st- twice my movement speed up back to this guy and attack all in one, uh, two actions. Um, so I will take my first attack with the super. Flaming Sword of Awesome. Uh, let's see here. So the sudden charge takes two two of your actions. Is that correct? Yes, okay. that is correct. And, and is I, the is the attack part of that the charge? Yes. Okay. If I if it if it if your movement ends in a space adjacent to a enemy, you you can do an attack. All right, makes sense. Okay, so uh, yeah, you're up there, and what do you roll to hit? I got a. Th- 33, I think, with all the buffs that I've got going on. A 33 is a hit. It is not, however, a crit. Oh. I'm trying to remember. Did what? I, did I get, um, did I get, uh, what is it, striking last time? Blessing from, um, from, uh, Tegan? Uh, you got heroism and you got, um, haste. I don't believe you got magic weapon. You didn't get magic weapon from me yet. Okay. I'm just going to double check because, you know, I got a good hit here. So it's going to be 14 damage flaming. <laughs> so that's uh, impressive. if he is vulnerable to fire, that's an additional four damage. So a total of 18. He is. Has. does and, He does not have resistance to fire. So how much. So uh, it's four additional to the 14, right? So yep. 15. Uh, then, and that's slashing damage. In case chomp, he has the, uh, that is actually relevant, so. Alright. Getting all my bonuses. Alright, so that leaves bonuses. me with um, two more actions. One can be an attack because of haste, and the other one could be an attack because of reasons. Yep. Uh, 
<laughs> because <laughs> reasons. <laughs> so let's see if the second attack with a 16. So apparently my first attack was so impressive that I was put off balance and I got a 16. I think you were just you're just mouthing off to him for your second attack. I know. You, Surprised. You, you first the first attack you wound him. The second attack you wound his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he'd be laughing at this point. Ha ha. Hey, he can't heal emotional damage. No, that's true. <laughs> or can he? All right. Since I've got that last action, I might as well. Oops, not that one. Um, although I like the roll. <laughs> that should be the name of this episode. Oops, not that one. <laughs> I rolled for my longsword, which I don't have equipped. I wish I used that uh, roll because that's a twenty-four. But my falchion, once again, is a sixteen, which is obviously. I'm just like, I'm like the guy hacking at the tree, just whiffing all over the place. Well, you know. All I can think of is uh, um, Robin Hood men in tights. That's the, (laughs) yep. As as Athir continues to hurl insults at him, a small tear rolls down his cheek. Aw, you hurted (laughs) his feelings. Uh, Is that the end of your turn, Athir? Uh, you know, with all that good stuff, yeah, it's now my end. See, uh, I at least have the decency to dance with them. You just make them feel bad. Just out of curiosity, am, am I flanking at all? You are not flanking. Okay. You are not on opposite sides with... Uh... I will... I'll fix that next turn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Okay. We are up to Duskwalker. And she is going to spend her turn. Trying to work on the mental uh, health of the uh, robot. On the mental health of the robot. Ooh, she does pretty well. So she rolls a 29 on her arcana check. No, she's not going to work on the mental health of the robot. That's my girl. No disassemble. No disassemble. And she disables another tower. Was that a critical success? It was not. Okay. Oh, it wasn't, huh? Oh, man. I, I, I'll i be nice as a DM and say it was not by one. Aww. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> what was that roll? It was a 29. 29. Needs to be 30. So, that's rough. Um, all right, that is her turn. She spent all three actions doing that and disabled that. And, and uh, so that is uh, up to Tegan. All right. How far away is uh, Mr. Uh, Wizard over here? Is there a way I can do that on the map? Yeah. Uh, so if you, uh, in roll 20, if you find the little circle yeah. with a ruler on it. Circle with a ruler. Yeah. And then you can click like snap to center. And then you can just drag between you and him and you can find your distance. But that won't actually move you. That won't move me. You have nope. to move. You have yeah. to uh, to move your actual icon. You have to press the arrow button on the yeah, top. Yeah, the, the the select arrow. Uh, but but the, but that uh, will at least give you the distance. But so it's okay. a very important for me with range. I mean, it's important for movement too, because you don't you, you can move it, but you don't necessarily know the distance you're moving if if it's in question. Yeah, I've only got. I think I t- only got a twenty-five foot movement speed too. That's really bad. Well, you are short. Oh, no, it says 30 on my character sheet. Is that right? Uh, I don't believe that's right, because I believe gnomes have a 25-foot movement speed. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'll have to fix that. All right, well, then I'll have to double move to get over here next to a Thier. Not a Thier. Uh... Yonthal. There we go. 
Dabthal. Yeah, what? Thal. You're moving to me? Why? Because I'm trying to do heroism on you. Well, okay, so you spent two uh, actions to get there. Yeah. Uh, what would you like okay. to do with your third action? But heroism on Tarmir. Yeah. What? I don't know. Uh, so, I'm going to go... Last time I got close to something that big was the dragon episode. I'm not doing that again. It's fine. Do your thing. <laughs> that was a do, bad idea. Do your thing. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm just going to cast shield, and I'm going to stay here. So, uh, Tegan runs over next to Jethal and hides behind Jethal and says, Protect me. I'll give you a shield. <laughs> Protect me with your bags of money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Is that the end of your turn, Tegan? Yeah, that's it. All right. Up next is Jethal. Money bags himself. Ah, Yes. Money go bags money bags, myself. go money bags. It's your birthday. Uh, it's your birthday. Oh, and I that uh what is it? That is it the cloak that I have? The vest is only once a day and I already used it. Darn. Okay. That's fine. Uh I'm gonna try and uh disable another tower. Alright. So, so Arcana check, right? Arcana check, yep. that's correct. 21. That is a success. Which tower would you like to deactivate? Uh, Probably the one right north of me. Okay. Uh, the, one, the closest arc. That one? Yeah. Okay. All right, so four out of the eight Zap. towers are now deactivated. Uh, and that was all brave reactions. Is there anything else you'd like to do, Jathal? I... No. Okay. Um, so at this point, um, Jathal, you uh, realize that the, the display on the console thing that you're working on, it's slightly different now that he's away from the, the pedestal that he was on before. So it seems like mm -hmm. you might have potentially, if you tried, you might have other options you can do uh, with the console oh. other than just disabling a tower. But without experimenting with it, you're not exactly sure what. Ha ha ha! Experimenting. Oh no! This is what I like. With electricity, this is not going to end well. All right. So. Oh, it's going to end very well. First of all, this tower reactivates. No. What? Yep. Which is why I <laughs> deactivated the tower next to us. What? The energy ball falls over there. Also, yes. we're going to have to move. And then the cloud shows <laughs> up over there. Oh, man. Like I said. And the so I should probably because the over here and over there is not very good uh, information for the listeners. Correct. So the the ball of electricity showed up uh, just to the southwest of where Jethal and Tegan were standing, and the cloud showed up right on top of uh, Jethal and Tegan, indicating that that is where the electricity ball is going to go next. All right, and then he gets to go. Oh he, no. He is going to hit someone else. Not no, he's not going to hit anyone. 
Well, that seems strange. This he is, is not good. He is going to. He's a bad guy. Yeah, that means he's going to do something else. Maybe it means he's, he's going to walk over there. Him. Oh no! Over there? <laughs> over where? Over, I'm sorry. Over there. Where Tony. is there? Where's there? Oh yeah, I am terrible. Apparently, I'm brand new to running this whole podcast thing. Um, <laughs> so he's he strides and steps over top of a theer, you know, with you know, clearing well well over top of a theer. I mean, his boots are. Yeah, probably the tops of his boots are about as the tall height that a theer is at the moment. So, so now that he stepped over a theer and he exposed an area that's nice and soft, and I have this th- He's a m- robot. move called a um, what was that called? A attack of opportunity. I mean, you're breaking all the Pathfinder one rules today, aren't you? You're charging. You're attack of opportunitying. I mean, isn't that mm-hmm. a thing I can do? It, you mean Pathfinder two. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm just I'm having one of those days apparently. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and make your attack of opportunity, and then I'll describe where he finishes walking to. I hope I poke him somewhere over, really sensitive. From where he was, he is moving over to the west side as we're looking at the map. Near um, and over towards me and uh, Duskwalker. Yep. I keep wanting to call her Nightwalker for some reason. All right, what'd you roll to hit there? Is a 21 a hit? It is not a hit. Boo hiss. A Nightwalker is a different kind of lady. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so so he strides over top of you, you swing, and you unfortunately hit the well-armored underside of his foot. Um, And and don't don't damage him. Um, As he steps over you, he walks and stands right next to Tabitha, Looks down at you, and... Oh, no. Francis growls at him. Francis is way down here. Francis is across the room. <laughs> Still yeah, I was going to say, him. Francis is not moving. And he looks down at you, and he speaks, but uh, the way that it comes out, it sounds like this was almost like a pre-recorded message to a degree. No um, is he trying to reach us about our car's extended warranty? <laughs> he says, "Like you hear like this, uh, like static, as if it's someone record. It's a recorded voice, and it's not the voice you heard earlier as he was stepping off the pedestal." And it says, "Promothor's lab is not for mortals to use." Okay. Although we would like to contact you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> <laughs> all Does right. that just mean we have to try, you know, kill all the players to see which one's actually immortal, so which one can use it? Or is that how uh, I, it works? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, let's uh, go to Tormir and find out. Is Tormir oh, immortal? It's mortal? time! It's what? That's... It's smashing time. Totally smashing. not. I, I, you know, avoiding any sort of potential copier. Uh, anyways, um, got it. Tormir is going to move thirty feet okay. to flank the giant construct. Do you vault yeah. over top of the uh, uh, the console that's in your way? No, Tormir cuts a diagonal. Oh, you just casually stride around it. Yes. I mean, that's way less exciting. Yeah, there's no potential for a skill check to fail. 
Um, <laughs> Although it would be cool to do like the one-handed leap over the. All right. So, with my first attack, Tony said that we're all not giving into his fun. I, I, you guys are. Um, oh. You are not flanking because uh, Tabitha does not have a melee weapon drawn, by the way. Let me get out my paper and my pencil. Oh, that's a thing? Mm-hmm. Oh. Because huh. the efficacy of uh, ranged weapons is not in the close pew-pew proximity. Right. What I guess th- I didn't realize that was a requirement for. What are the rules of tumbling through squares of an opponent? So the way tumbling through uh, operates is uh, you have to beat his reflex DC, which his reflex DC is defined as his whatever his reflex save is, plus 10. Uh, if you succeed, you may move through the enemy's space, treating its squares as though they are difficult terrain. Um, if you don't make it all the way through its occupying squares, you get the same effect as having failed. Um, if you fail... Uh, your movement ends, and you trigger any reactions as if you had moved out of the square you started in. And your parents are disappointed in you. Okay. Um, which really, it, he would only it would only be reactions that he would have to like attack attacks of opportunity would be like a type of reaction he could make. Yeah, I'm not really enthralled with the idea of only being able to move 15 feet through him. Mm. Would um. Would Tabitha be able to make an unarmed attack currently? Is she proficient with unarmed attacks? I don't believe I am. It's okay. I'll, be- I'll, I'll just deal with the consequences uh, of not flanking. I, I'm saying, I'm asking that because then if she can... No, the only weapon then proficiency she can I have fl- is can be flanking. Uh, Marshall. Well, uh, hang on. Let me look or really simple. quick. Unarmed attacks do not count as weapons for the purposes of attacks opportunity or threatening. What? Uh, unless, I'm reading unless flanking. You speci- unless you specifically have proficiency. Oh, wait. I'm Hold on. I am terrible. I'm today. reading. I'm, I'm reading Pathfinder no, First Edition rules. Again, oh. I am just... I am... <laughs> I, I am in the wrong edition all day today. Go ahead. Sorry. Hey. I was just saying, because flanking says you must be <laughs> wielding a melee, wielding melee weapons or be able to make an unarmed attack to be considered to be able to make flanking a thing. So, Tony, so that's um, why are I'm you going to have to tear down your, uh, your edition? Is it an illegal edition? Yeah, it is. I'm I'm having one of those days. Um, bum, 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 bum. It, it, it's fine. We don't have to worry about it being flanking. Yeah, you. Uh, I, I'm gonna just just for this for the sake of argument, because she's wielding a two-handed weapon at the moment. I'm gonna say she cannot make an unarmed attack because she's not proficient with kicking. Sure. I am. You are, but you're a monk, so. All right, so. Tormir will activate Flurry of Blows, non-flanking edition. Misses on both. Okay. Not going to discuss what I rolled. 
because it's really bad. A okay. 19 and a 14. And seeing the success of, of what Tormir just attempted with rolling a combined total of four on both D20s, um, uh, Tormir's going to cast shield. All right. So you moved, flurried, and shielded. Okay. Yep, those are my three actions. All right, it is Tabitha's turn. All right, let the shooting begin. Wait, hold on, he's way too close. He is so close to you, he's adjacent to you. Um, so I am going to back up, or move away, I guess. My movement, I, mean, I believe, is 25. That's correct. Just out of curiosity, do the rangers have any like ability to leap back and shoot at the same time? Is uh, there, there any are feats like that. Uh, there are feats that do that. I don't know if they're this low of level, but okay. yes, there are some that allow essentially like a reverse charge and shoot mm-hmm. type thing. So but I'm going to move behind him. Okay. Twenty-five feet, and then shoot him in the posterior region. Okay. Or obviously looking for any weak spots. But no, sounds like a perfectly fair uh fair course of action. Let's see if I do anything worthwhile. Twenty seven. Twenty seven is a hit. And I do four damage. Okay. Be skippy. I mean, metal armor is really hard to get arrows through, so twenty one. Twenty one is not a hit. Okay. And then I believe I have one more action. That is correct. And 20. 20 is also not a hit. Really? Yep. Are you sure? Uh, let me double check. Yep, still not a hit. Okay. Just checking. Just in case something should magically have changed. <laughs> is that the end of your turn, Tabitha? Yes, it is. All right. Up next is Athir. Oh, Athir, you are muted. Call. Um, so last time, I uh, see a charge worked pretty good. So we're going to sudden charge again so I can get on the opposite side of this guy for some, um, I don't know, backstabbing because backstabbing sounds good. Okay, so you charge around him and on the opposite side of and him. And then so he's he, surprised. And he's surprised. It was very sudden. It was very sudden. Very sudden charge there. Uh, you were surprised? You were, I was surprised. You are flanking with Tormir, correct? Yes, that that was the idea. I wanted to be flanking with Tormir so that uh, he didn't know which side to attack at. That's he, very, very sudden. Yep, I like uh, I like to be surprising. Um, <laughs> is a 22 a hit? Uh, 22 is not a hit. It'd be okay. 23 because you have heroism, but it's still not a hit with 23. Well, that's disappointing. Well, let's try to swing again. I, my my rolls have been r- remarkably low tonight, and I'm not I'm not happy with that. I only had one good roll, so let's see if we can improve that. How about holy crap, natural twenty? Um, okay, so that would be Woo-hoo! forty-five. Forty-five? <laughs> Does hey, for- a forty-five hit? No. A forty-five. Well, let me check. <laughs> yep, a forty-five <laughs> hits and is also a critical hit. All right. Um, so apparently, I've got the, the the Tabitha problem going on, where my roll is good for the attack, but the damage is crap, or the 
damage is good, but the attack is terrible. So um, we we did a massive damage of ten, which is a, a one <laughs> on that roll. All right. Um, but that is a crit, uh, so it does two damage flaming, um, and that I think is persistent damage on flaming. I believe yeah, it's a crit. It, does, it does two, and then it does additional persistent. Yep. So All that. Right. That's that attack. And I'll have one more attack, I think, left on my on my that, thing. I believe so, because your sudden charge is two actions, and because of your haste, you have two more. Yep. So let's just see if we can light this guy on fire some more. Um, that's not going to be it. Uh, I, I, um, I have one good attack in all of my attacks, and this was not one of them. I got a 19. I mean, at least you did crit him for 10. <laughs> yeah, super crit 12. for 10. The crit minimum for damage. 12. 12, yes. that's true. Yes, and lit him on fire. So, hey, and I'll take it. Lit a fire underneath him. All right, is that the end of your turn, Ethereum? That would be all of the actions I have to take, other than, you know, hide my head in shame from the whiffage. All right, and we are going to go to Duskwalker again. And she is going to make another Arcana check to see what else she can do. Yeah. And she does something. Yay! She does something. Let's see what she Got does. It. Yay for doing things! <laughs> doing things! Um, the, uh, the, the large construct in the middle of the room, his eyes light up and he goes, Inquiry received. Containing the Artem spawn will only serve to delay the inevitable. And then he like the eyes dim again, and he kind of goes back into his attack pose. What was he programmed by Marvin the Mar or not Marvin the Martian? Marvin the uh, computer. The paranoid android. Yeah. What did he, he say? He said, "Containing the Artem spawn will only serve to delay the inevitable." Captain Depressing over here. It's a little concerning. Uh, I'll put it in the chat too so you guys can have the actual verbatim of what he said. Yeah. Was that him basically I going, I am inevitable? Kind of. <laughs> Almost. I just watched that What's recently. A... You know what? So did I. I know. What's uh, Artist Spawn? Artem spawn? That's what we we're trying to contain back the at the uh, stuff that was in the the black stuff that was in the tunnels, right? Or whatever. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't black stuff. It, it wasn't was like, black. Yeah. The the stuff that's in the tunnels where Master Ganthus is. Yeah. It. I thought it was black. Oh, with mm -hmm. the milky fluid. Yes. And the tentacles. Dude, that was bad. For some I, reason, I thought it was black. I don't know why. Nope. Nope. It was fleshy. <laughs> Phrasing. Yeah. Fleshy. Fleshy's the word. I don't know why in my head. Uh, all right. So. <sighs> no, I wasn't even trying to be inappropriate. Inappropriate, <laughs> dog. Kids, ask your parents. And, and yet you were. All right. So um, that is. I got skills. That is her turn. So up next goes Tegan. All right. So. I will cast uh, Magic Heroism. Missile of the Darkness. <laughs> right. Fireball. Um, I'm going to cast uh, Heroism on Yanthal. 
So he can get a plus one to his skill and attacks and his saving throws. And then I'm going to run away. You should you should run towards the giant glowing blue ball to the uh, southwest of you. I would have. I you should attack the gazebo. Twenty-five feet. So okay. I go over here. All right. That's it. That's my turn. Alrighty. Up next is Jathal. Yeah, sure is. Uh, I need to get out of dodge. Uh, I think I already made this out. Something like that. Uh, I think I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to move into the center. So I'm going to move kind of around the arcing thing next to me and move okay. into this to the center console. Sounds good. Uh, so now I'm, you know, not very far away from the big guy, but at the same time, that's where I want to be. Um, and I will just cast shield because <coughs> I don't really have anything else I can do with one action. So that's my turn. Already spectacular. Pretty spectacular. All right. It is now the end of the turn, so we will... The ball of energy shows up over just where both Tegan and Yanthal had just uh, fled from. And the uh, cloud shows up over there. Actually, Over where? Over there. You know, that place that you can see. Over there. Over there. In over the thing, there. Over there. So it shows up uh, right uh, pre overlaid with Athir and Tabitha. No. Alo along with also um, the. I moved. Along with the big uh, scary dude who's right next to Athir. Is also technically in the cloud. Oh, he's going to get pumped up like the little wasp thing we do. Wait, if he's in the cloud, does this mean this is a virtual fight? Hmm. It's electric. All right. Sorry. I work with networks all day. It's all I, you know. I mean, that's okay. technically we are doing it virtually. What was that word? <laughs> virtually. <laughs> virtually. You know. How much did you drink? <laughs> He drank no drinks. <laughs> All right. Um, so he looks over and uh, and yells out, "The technology or the technology within these labs cannot be understood by mortal minds, not even the dwarves." Okay. Bit? But I'm not a mortal. <laughs> and well, he steps am, over top of uh, oh, Toromir, and a certain uh, Athir could make another attack of opportunity if he so desires. Oh, he so desires. For sure eh, desires. Not so much. Um, let's see. Does a... Um, at the, let's see. Add math. Um, 32. Thir oh, 30, sorry, 31. One? Two. Two. Two? Two? 
32 does in fact heroic. hit. Is that a critical? It is not a critical. Oh, that's boring. But uh, Boo. He, by the way, Boo. he's yeah. also on fire, so he needs to take 1d10. Okay, so he takes seven more fire damage, and he does not put out the fire. Okay. But he I did it. start the fire, so he'll always be burning. Um, so that's uh, 13 damage, plus I'm uh, going to uh, add some extra flame to that with an um, additional three, so a total of 16. Okay, he takes that damage. And then the end of his turn, he activates another one of the towers. That one. That's what you get for not buffing me. Um, <laughs> All right. So Actually, the you already did cast heroism on me, but yeah, still. The, the, the tower that was right next to Tegan decided to run over right in the path of one of the deactivated towers and stand there. And that—that that is why we heard those uh, those very masculine sounds from Tegan. Always, always see left as <laughs> a pair of smoldering shoes. <laughs> and so Tegan what a world, takes. What a world! What a world! Uh, Tegan, go ahead and give me a reflex save. Do his pants go flying off? No, no, no! All you, no, no, no! Like, it's like roll credits, right? And like it's a pair of shoes that are just have smoke pouring out of them. At the very end, before the fade to black, it's the the actual wipe is going to be the pants floating down. <laughs> <laughs> I got a thirty. Very okay, nice. that is actually a critical success. So uh, you may move yourself five feet in any direction, uh, and if you move in a direction where you're not in electricity, you don't take any damage. I vote get out of the electricity. There you go. That way. All right. So. I, I, I have a question. Yes. What would happen this, if you the, stayed in the electricity? Uh, there's that, but um, I was I was you know wondering um, how this guy is half in a space and how does that affect how we get adjacent to him? So the the, the miniature in roll twenty is uh, buggy to say the least on, on this, just because it's in order to make him not look squashed, I had to stretch him out a little bit, which makes him not occupy the full space. So. He, the, the space, what you guys see as the players on the Roll20, uh, he's taking up the space that he's part that his aura is partially occupying. So is he adjacent to Jathal right now? He is currently adjacent to Jathal right now, yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I'm just trying, trying to figure out where I need to move and how far yep. I need to move to reach him. No problem. And yeah, so what we see is Tegan is it runs away and the lightning ball hits the ground. He's barely out of reach of it. He takes a moment to breathe, looks up and see the tower start activating and like just dives barely out of the way as the lightning crackles right where he was standing. It's out to get me. <laughs> what did I do? Spider Tegan. Spider Tegan. You literally stood in it. You, you, you did stand right in it, so. I I got only got 25 feet. There was no way. I guess I could have stood behind it. That would be a good idea. All right. Up next goes Tormir. Tormir will do stuff. Yay, stuff. Yay, stuff. Tormir move will move the thing uh, to the other thing. Move around to the other side of the construct opposite of Yanthal. 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 Yanthal does have open fists, so Yanthal could, you know, I fist do. The cuff, fist the cuffs him and cough. I also have a staff. Oh, I, I mean, that, but. there is that too. So either way, he helps you with flanking. 
I am so Yanta, I'm a uh, uh, I can't speak today. <laughs> so it's fine. No one's pronouncing my name right, so it's fine, you know. <laughs> Alright. Uh Tormir will um, activate. I just pr- I just picture you like whacking him in the head or like whatever you could reach, like a la um Lion King, the monkey. Just mm. yep. bonking sure. him on <clears throat> The first attack. Hold on, hold on, guys. Let Tormir talk. (laughs) No. The first attack is 36, and the second attack is 44. Okay, so the good news is both of them crit. (laughs) Woohoo! All right. Well, that was a grand total of 50 damage. Okay. Punch so, him in the knee. Punch him in the other but knee. Before we move on, would you like to describe in flavor terms what a uh, double crit from Tormir on a giant construct looks like? All right. <clears throat> so, Tormir, the skilled leaper, which no one knows about yet, jumps up into the air, spins, and then double axe hands the uh, dwarf straight in the kneecap. Ooh. Or the construct straight in the kneecap. All right. Yeah. And I, I will require a fortitude save from the construct. Okay. Well, let me figure out what his fortitude save is. <laughs> I was kind of. I was. I was secretly hoping you would just say "pow" right in the kisser, but you know. I was going to say As, something else, but we're uh, friendly. I got a twenty-one on his fortitude ha! save. Okay, I gotta figure out exactly how much this is. <laughs> uh, he is li- stunned one. Stunned. Ooh. That is one stun. Also, uh... for the purposes of damage reduction, that is a total of fifty damage combined, not a not two separate attacks. I don't know if that matters, but I just wanted to put that out there. It does, and I knew that, so I did take that into account. Um, okay. When you did that, um, hit like you just. Crack him and crack him, and all of a sudden, like he uh, he looks up and goes, "Critical error, engaging fail safes." Hold on, hold on. There's another thing that can happen. Oh, you? I guess finish your turn first before he does that. Yes. Um. But wait, there's more. Uh, th- what kind of stun does galvanic emission gloves provide? Uh, stunned two. <laughs> stunned three. All right. I'm gonna use. Wait, the wait, wait, hold on. Did you use it with the electrical damage? No. It I'm just using. Him. I'm just using the stun portion. Okay. I'm not using the convert damage to electrical because you gave me a toy that I can't use on anything that we fight. That's fair. Um, is this now? This it's once a day. This is the only time you, I think you've used it today. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you have given him stun, and they, they're cumulative, so because of your stunning fist and that, he's stunned three. Sha-sha-sha! Okay, for those of us that are not that proficient with Pathfinder 2, what does stun three mean? So, uh, stunned, the way it works is whatever number stunned you are is how many actions you have to not take before you can act again. So if you were stunned one, you have three actions a turn, you lose one of those actions, and then you have two left. If you're stunned okay. two, you lose two of your three actions, and you have one left. If you're stunned three, you got no actions that turn. Oh, cool. 
You have uh, no actions. Which is why I was very excited to hear the words stunned too. <laughs> That's awesome. And all of the towers activate when fail saves no! activate. And how come when we do something good, something bad happens? I don't understand this. <laughs> Another cloud forms as a second. Because the failsafe happens whether he is active or not. He, he himself isn't activating this. He's being activated. but He's going through a program. But the thing is, is so a, a second gun comes down from the uh, ceiling, and there is now a, uh, a second cloud that appears. Now that emergency failsafes have been activated. Ah, near. And the second cloud forms over by... Tormir and Tegan. Awesome. All right. Run away, run away. Run away, run away, indeed. There's no uh, running away from for Tormir. He used all three of his actions. Uh, <clears throat> Tor- Tormir requires assistance. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Up next is Tabitha. So I am moving forward to get out of or sorry it's more over to the east and like north northeast okay over 25 feet which is my movement speed okay to get out of the cloud to get out of the cloud make sure i'm not going to get hit by lightning and i'm still within the range of pew pewing okay and so I am going to pew pew. Normally there'd be terrain in the way, but because he's so tall, it, it doesn't matter. Right. Is it a That's pew or like a thwip? Thwip. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> it's been a while since I've done archery. Um, 19. It does not hit. Boo. His armor class is slightly lower right now, but not by much. 26? 26 is a hit. Yeah, I got critical on it. Woo! No, you, uh, got, you got maximum damage on it. Well, maximum damage, sorry. Uh, I got 12 damage. Nicely done. Too bad that one wasn't a crit. Uh, so then I also have one more. Okay. 29! That was a nat 20. So, at- so that's 39. Oh, 39? And that is a crit. And I got critical damage. Oh, uh, I, I must correct myself, That's 36. We have to add two damage to the result on my attack okay. for a forceful weapon. Okay. So two more from that. And what was your damage on that last attack, uh, Tabitha? 36. Wow. I, would, I got it right in a joint. I would like to say that this is Tabitha turning it around, because not only did you get a nat 20 on your roll for attack, you also had max damage on your crit yeah, damage. That's like the most I've done all day. I, it's, I've been rolling so many ones. It is very sad. You may, you, been... may t- you may take a bow now, Tabitha. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. So I feel that I have... So since I'm behind him and to the left of the big mechanical thing, um, I feel like I would be aiming at, like, joints. Probably I could do, like, I'd say probably knees, depending on his height. And I just... I'm trying to disable him and do damage, but... 
I really nailed it this time. And that was piercing damage. Got him. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Woo! All right. And All right, I think the uh, energy drink's kicking in. For Tabitha, too. Woo! Athir, <laughs> um, it is your turn. Sweet. Well, what a surprise. Uh, this is the reason I was asking where his actual position was, because I'm going to charge again. How sudden and unexpected. I know. I, I like this ability, though. It allows me to attack and move at the same time. It's great. All right. Thank so you, let's... Tony the Tiger. That's right. I was about to say, your name's not Tony. Hello. Holla. Um, Holla. Is that like a 39? That would be a 39, yes. <laughs> a 39, Yay, by the way, math. is a critical hit. So neat. Finally, some good rolls. Thanks, Tabitha, for changing our rolls and getting us to yeah. extra good hey, stuff. Hey, that was my fault. I started the crit train. Yeah, there we go. Train. Oh, that's true. Whoop, whoop. Train. Yeah, yeah we, we should give Tormir credit where credit's due. Tormir started the uh, started the hit, and Let, uh, let's be fair though, Tormir's been rolling good all this the entire battle. Tabitha and I have just been plinking away, you know. I mean, four just, damage. Tor- Tormir's not wearing a tutu for air. no reason. <laughs> so uh, that's sixteen um, slashing damage plus five flaming, which starts the. Uh, more fire again so he's still burning well it would start more fire if he didn't uh go uh non-functional after that hit <laughs> so just chop he's off his leg and he falls over no you like you you sever enough of the different uh like things and uh in his legs and you know elsewhere on him and eventually and he just kind of like just shuts down and he's like see it was all me i did it all just me all me i did it uh-huh so do you really want to taunt the person who could shoot an arrow at you from a ways away? So the, uh, the the large construct, while it's not moving and it's completely stationary at this point, all the towers deactivate. Um, the clouds go away and eventually that one electrical ball also goes away. Sweet. Yay. Um... We did it! Yay! You did it. We did it. We didn't die. You Yay. did not die. Hooray for not dying. At least Checking right now emails. we have it. Uh, but so while he's deactivated and not operating, he still apparently is able to talk. Oh, he's talking smack. Uh, it. it the voice seems like it's like running through a several different pre-recorded messages. You hear him uh, say, "I if you, don't hate you." <laughs> you, you hear uh, the dwarves were useful pawns in Promothor's mission. We were what? I was just gonna say this. The we had a dwarf that just whooped him. None Maybe it was under- all part of his master plan. <laughs> None understand the sacrifices Promothor made to save this world. Humble one, isn't he? <laughs> I wonder what, if Promothor. What sacrifices that, were those? Yeah, I wonder if Promothor is the one that put the alien behind bars. 
Okay. The little gooey, milky mass. The, the voice starts slowing. The voice starts <laughs> slow. Can you not say those words together? <laughs> In the I don't think I don't think Tegan nor Chris, the player of Tegan, understand the phrasing that he engages. In. <laughs> I don't know. I think he does. He has kids. <laughs> we don't we don't think like this. I'm just trying to. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, On to the next random thought. Um, the he, uh, back his, to the gutter. <laughs> the the voice is starting to slow down a little bit as it's talking and apparently losing the energy. And the next one it says is. The protection of your world has always been the intention. It was vaguely maniacal. And the last thing, a couple, you know, almost a full minute later, you hear it says, Art of matter, the unmaker shall not consume another world. Art of matter, the unmaker. Maybe that's what the jellyfish is called. The one back in with Ganthus. Jelly, jellyfish is better? Not okay, never mind. No, I'm just picturing like a world eating jellyfish now. Um, <laughs> searching the cosmos for love. <laughs> jellyfish in space. And above that platform where he was, it forms a small ball of light that seems to kind of glow and says. Why have you come here to destroy that which Probathor created to save your world? We, we came to gather the stones. We came looking for the Cygnus Stone, as we need it to contain the Art of Matter back in... Uh, in Conovus? Uh, 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 yeah, in Conovus. We you know what we're doing. We're totally fine. <laughs> While Promothor's mortal form perished 987.62 years ago in this exact location, his mind continues to function and lives on within the stone you speak of. Before removing the stone, and like the platform starts to open up and the stone rises uh, you know, slightly out of it beneath where the light is glowing, you may question Promothor's archives, and I shall answer with what information is known. Well, is... putting, will putting the stones in the device in Inconovus stop the art of matter? The city in Conovus is not known to Promothor, but the device that contains art of matter will, will continue to contain him, but it is not indefinite. How do you contain art of matter indefinite? Artem the Artematter spawn cannot be contained indefinitely. Pro one of Promothor's missions was to find a way to finally destroy it. He was not able to complete this mission prior to his death. Can you tell us about what he did find in, in that mission? It is known... Like Promothor has discovered that the Artem spawn, Artem spawn, not this particular one, but another, has been destroyed before. He has not yet discovered how. He was able to destruct the method of containment, 
Um, and he believes that there is a method to destroy it, but it may not be a method that exists on this world. Would the uh, operation of two pant legs tied together provide enough lift to slow the descent of a gnome? <laughs> Calculating. <laughs> Answer. This depends Six. on the weight of the gnome. <laughs> hey, Tegan, how American heavy are you? Or European. <laughs> He's exactly one nope. Tegan. Don't forget I was flaming at the time. <laughs> that, so did that give you upward lift at that point? or <laughs> It's not a hot air balloon. <laughs> oh, jeez. Although it wouldn't be the first time your pots were full of gas. <laughs> it'd be the first time it'd be flaming out of a giant and onto a Thier's shoulders, though. That would be a first. All right, so so you never you never uh, answered how how much you weighed. <laughs> I don't know. It's one, one Tegan. I said that. <laughs> All right, Mister Wizard. What else do we ask? He, he weighs approximately seventy-five pounds. He's a chunky gnome. He's a chunky gnome. <laughs> I am not. What are you talking about? I'm old and skinny, man. What are you talking about? If removing the Cygnus Stone from here, will that cause a distortion or rift that could cause more damage. Unable to determine the exact nature of your query. Please restate. So if we, so you, <clears throat> um, is there, is the Cygnus Stone uh, trapping any Artimatter here? There is no Artem, Artem spawn. That is currently trapped in this facility. The Cygnus Stone is currently powering this this facility and all connected facilities. What would be the result of removing the Cygnus Stone on the other facilities? Is there uh, any potential danger in unpowering those facilities? There is potential danger if if anyone is using those facilities, as they may not, uh, if they are currently occupying said facilities, those facilities might have difficulty with opening doors or allowing anyone contained within to escape. Should we bother telling Unamin Diem? Or ourselves. We can't get out of this place if we pull the power. We can't get out using oh. pipes. Were you saying, were you, I thought you were saying that we... Should we not tell ourselves, like, we're just not talking to ourselves? <laughs> no. Don't tell them! They're not should listening we, anyway. Should it's we tell fine. Them. I mean, what is the possible? Is there, uh, what is the possibility, or the probability, I should say, uh, that if we are to recover all six five gems five 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 
if we are to recover all five gems in one area, what is the possibility of us then destroying the Artem spawn? There what is, is the probability. a probability. Using the energy from all five stones, there is a possibility that if conducted correctly, it might be able to destroy the Artem spawn. The risk is to, is extremely great, however, because if unsuccessful, there will be no further power to contain it. Uh, Tormir here again. Uh, can, 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 can you see me? Can, uh, oh, sorry, been in a lot of meetings lately. Um, Tormir here again. So, are, is there any available power source or fuel within the labs for the airship. The same stones which power the containment can also be used to power the airship. How many stones are required to power the airship? A minimum of one stone is required to power the airship. Oh, that's convenient. It is. Is there any technology here that helps with, like, time travel or time tears? Or, like, fabric of reality being torn? Temporal manipulation is not within the capability of this facility. Cool. Hey, Duskwalker! Is there anything that you know, your, your da may have told you to remember for this occasion? Well, one thing I've always been curious about uh, necessarily is what exactly is the Artem spawn? Okay, let's ask that. It's a good see, question. A... See, 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 she asked it at the thing, and it seemed like it didn't hear her. I say, um, d didn't you? Did you? Did you hear her? Uh, what? What is the Artem spawn? The Artem spawn is the spawn of the Artem matter, the ultimate force of growth. It is the Artem matter is the polar opposite of Interitus, the ultimate form of decay. The conflict between these two forces is how all of existence across the multiverse is possible. The Art of Matter sounds like it has a big ego. Ah, it doesn't matter. I'm glad oh. I'm glad one person got it. I got it. <laughs> Just Tony though. What? No, I got it. It took me a second. I got it. I got it. What's the uh, decay thing Wait, you were talking about? What's the about? reference that you made? That it mattered. Art of matter? No, no, no. I, was, I was making the... Uh, Ego the living planet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, go, go ahead, uh, Tegan. So, um, what's this opposite thing? Can it destroy Artem's spawn? Yeah, except for it will also destroy the entire universe. In the decay thing? Interitus does not have spawn, as it does not grow, but Interitus is the complete opposite of Artimatter, and theoretically, if Interitus was engaged, it could uh, destroy any and all Artem spawn. The possible ramifications of engaging the Interitus may cause further collateral damage beyond what benefit it may provide. Oh. Is it, like, powerful in sizes? Like, it is a speck just as powerful as a world size? Or is it, like, like a speck is not as powerful as a, as a handful? 
Norris doesn't have a degree of powerfulness. What did you just say? Query uncertain. <laughs> Please restate query. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if the decay stuff, if it was less powerful in smaller quantities. It, there it, is no smaller quantity. Enteritus is the is the elemental force of all that is decay, including undeath. Whereas Artemetter is behind, is the force of growth be, um, of all types, including all life. Both both must always be within balance. Unchecked growth, and the world will be consumed. While unchecked decay will destroy all of existence. Maybe if we had some dilithium crystals, we wouldn't have such difficulty getting anti-Artemetter. <laughs> nice. I was trying to figure out if we could get like a small glob of, of decay. Is there a is there a another came in globs? I don't know. I don't know. The artist spawn comes uh, in globs. Maybe the, maybe the <laughs> comes in globs. We are what? definitely not. We are definitely not doing phrasing anymore. <laughs> All right. So uh, the it's the like last thing purpose. the the last answer to your question about you know my small forms of decay. Yeah. Um, it says uh, the uh, small incremental forces of decay, such as undeath, uh, are not harmed by the Artem spawn. In fact, in experimentation, Artem spawn would theoretically be the ultimate force of power to wield against the undead. So Master Ganthus is undead. No, he's not. He's a Necro he's a gnome. He's he's not nope. undead. Who's who is the undead guy? Who's the necromancer then? That that, that would be Hup. Well, Rallus is a necromancer. Hup is Rallus is, is a necromancer. Hup is now the the uh, what do you call him? Uh, the guy. Lich guy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, hmm. uh, 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 All right. He's a giant lich. Kundal. <laughs> Kundal. That's there you go. So Kundal is the lich that is currently possessing Hup, and he is he's a much more powerful necromancer than Ralos, but both of them are necromancers. Ralos, however, is not dead. He is a alive person who is a necromancer. Kundal is a lich, which would make him undead and is also a necromancer. Oh, uh, okay. Is there anywhere where we could get information about Artispawn here on this planet? Yes. Could you tell us where it is? Yes. Nope. Where is the information on the Artem spawn? <laughs> what? The information is contained within this within this uh, repository. Please state your query. How do you make it shrink? <laughs> Cold water. How do you make the Artem spawn smaller? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all killing me. Typically, <laughs> you walk outside in the winter. <laughs> yeah. Jump in the pool. It was cold. Cold water. Uh, okay. Is my mic not on? It also helps if you jiggle your leg. I right. no. I think that one's a little bit too far. <laughs> I think you're gonna have to cut that out. Uh, I but... don't care. <laughs> Chris, I, I, I don't know if you're trying to or accidentally walking into every single one of these. 
I have tried to find out more information of the artist one, and I can't figure out how to use decay. I can't figure out how to make it smaller. So I'm just like, I'm just <laughs> here, y'all. Yeah, so avoid the grasping aspect of it. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> make it, it does smaller. Not make it smaller. Oh, Jesus. Uh. I, uh. I swear, if this episode was a restaurant, it'd be Indiewendo and out. <laughs> nice. Anyway, um, yeah. So, it, it, in answer to your question, how how would you diminish the size of the Artem spawn? The the answer that he that the repository gives is the Artem spawn theoretically would be able to be reduced in size or at least severity by a sufficient application of a strong force of decay. Uh, in experimentation, uh, that of uh, necromancy, which would be the the primary magical form of decay within this world, has not been proven to be uh, powerful in small doses. Uh, large enough doses of necromantic energy were not available to, uh, to for experimentation, however, so results are unknown. What was the largest uh, trial of necromancy? Uh, they a, a, an effort to send multiple uh, forms of undead as well as uh, uh, one vampiric species was used to try to drain the energy out of it. Instead, they were consumed by the Artem spawn. Hmm. That's probably good for Ganthus to know. Is there a way to wield the Artem spawn? to use against decay if used with uh, strong enough containment fields it may be possible to use artem spawn or at least fragments thereof as a form of protective wield uh, armor against the forces of decay sufficient containment would be required in order to pull off such a feat just i know where you're trying to go here it's a great Do idea you? and everything but it's a terrible idea. Where we go? Where am I going with it? You want to use this to kill the lich? I mean, it's an idea. That's a terrible idea. I mean, how else are we gonna take care of this lich? Beating it up, destroying its phylactery. Never thought I'd say that in this accent, <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> Here we are is right. <laughs> Typical wizard. I mean, always I trying mean, to was... use something way out of your control, and then it becomes a giant accident and consumes the world. I don't know that it is out of my control. And there's the hubris. It's good thing your girlfriend's not here to hear this, because oh, she'd be pissed. Girlfriend? What? Who are you talking about? Really? We all look at uh, Deathstalker. Or... The, the glowing the glo <laughs> orb just... The, just the, stalker. The, the glowing orb, even though it doesn't have facing, everyone gets the sense that it slowly turns and looks at Jathal. <laughs> Whatever. It's a lie detector, too. Look at that. <laughs> liar, liar, pantalones. Is there, is there a way to activate uh, access this database remotely? So that we can ask you questions later. This that this repository of information can be accessed at any point from any console that the Cygnus Stone is currently allocated in. Oh, it can talk to us on the airship. 
if yeah, yes, there 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 is there is a, a, a applicable adapter within the airship for the Cygnus stone to live, as oh, there is in the containment in, in containment centers A, B, and C. Is there a possibility to devo- to disable voice access for certain individuals? <laughs> Administrator uh, um, administrator password must be supplied in order to deny access. It- you have currently you've already used that password dang it i whisper i whisper what's the administrator password (laughs) password one two three i have that on my luggage um so we can tell ganthus since he's got a stone and he's at one of the wait a minute three containment centers we only know about one where are the other two located the three locations are located at coordinates and it, it kind of like pro- three three dimensionally projects up a map and uh, you see one of the coordinates and you see the area that's most definitely uh, in Conovis. there's another area up at the very northwestern corner of the continent and then the um, and that is near a city that you guys uh, anyone who has any knowledge of geography or maps or whatnot um, would know as Aressa. And the last is a location that's out in the middle of the ocean to the east. So are we going to have to go to all of these different locations to do that? Or I thought that we only had to um, go to one containment. Yeah, that's the question I was expecting to ask. Is is there Artem Spawn in the other two locations? Artem Spawn is only known to be located at a containment location A. Oh, okay. Well, then the answer is no. Do you know where the other stones are? Searching. Uh, Volan node, east. Do we have and, a location? It, it kind of pop. It pops up a uh, a. Um, let's see. We already kind of have an idea where that is. Right. Do we? It's. Yeah, north of mountain mountain czar. Yeah, it's north of okay. n- north of mountain czar, and anyone who knows maps. Uh, knows it's in the uh, in the um, is it the the Wingate Woods? Wingate Woods, okay. Uh, it's an the... exclusive uh, gated community. Uh, yeah. And then the other one is, is that up located in next the... to the Wyndham Forest. You, you what? <laughs> is that located next to the Wyndham Forest? I don't know where that is. I don't know where Wyndham Forest is either. Oh my god. Wingate? Wyndham? You work too much at hotels, Brandon. I can't yeah, I help it! About. The more the Marriott, well, alright? That was what I thought too, but I was the, just the like... The more the Marriott. <laughs> I've never made that joke before either. Wow, I gotta use that in the future. Um, the uh, the other uh, the, the other the other stone you kind of high, seems highlighted. That is actually where Containment Center B is. And containment uh, center B is the near Aressa? That's correct. So so one stone is in the uh, the, the Wingate Forest, north of the mountain, 
No, I can't other, think of anything but a hotel. And then the other is <laughs> the other is is located at the same location in the um, in the city of Aressa. So what happens north. if you and get that's... arrested in Aressa? Uh, well, I you'd have to go to Aressa and find out. You get double secret probation. <laughs> double secret. Double secret. <laughs> Okay, and we've now named the episode Double Secret Probation. <laughs> now, is it is it secret from you and them, or just secret from you? How does this work? I have further questions. All right. Um, so I don't think we need to ask him any more questions, because Ganthus can ask questions where he's at. So we just need to let Ganthus know that well, we can search the repository But is now, he right? still talking he to can't us? He can't right now. He can't until we bring the stone to him. Yeah, the repository is stored. Repository stored in the Cygnus node, not all the nodes. In the stone. Uh, yeah. Okay. We we have to wait until like he can't ask anything until we get the stone there. Back to Econovus. Okay. Correct. We can ask questions if we think of more along the way if we get back to the ship and as we're flying. Yeah. I thought yeah, we had to, get to have, the ship. Oh wait, no, we had to have it has different fuel sources, so we don't have to just have all of the um the stones. Yeah, just one stone will power it up, so we're good. I thought it took multiple. So you can No, it just takes one. You can put there there's slots for all five in the airship. You could But put does it fi- require all five to it, uh operate? It requires a minimum of one to operate. Well, if it required none, then they'd be pointless. But (laughs) implicit within that, if you haven't gathered that, that means you could potentially access more features or enhance features with more than one. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought that since there was five uh, nodes that we had to have five to power it. No, you have to have at least one to power the airship. But in order to power all of the airship, like or to full capacity, you'd probably need more than one. All right, cool. woohoo! So I think we're done here, so people. The containment <clears throat> containment center B holds uh, which of the stones? Containment center B. I'm jumping all over my notes here. B B B B. Is it uh, the Draco stone? Containment Center B holds Draco node. The dragon. That was the only other one we didn't know where it was. Sweet. All right, should we tell uh, Unum and Diem that we're getting on the ship and flying to Inconovus? Don't we have other things that we need to be taking care of down here? Wasn't there like a rebellion going on? No. With Aether's... We don't uh, don't need to worry about that. We should probably stop by and at least see if we can find some information. Or help them, maybe? I don't know. I'm sure Uh, your uh, girlfriend would uh, appreciate some assistance. There, Aether. 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 I I I have a... The, the, the node speaks up one more time and says, I am detecting an attempt to access this area. Do you wish for me to grant access? Do you have Can you detect what kind of life forms it? they are? Detecting. Detecting. They appear to be gnomes. 
Um, Is it two individuals? There are two human or two gnomes and one human. Tonight, access temporarily. (laughs) (laughs) Access approved. (laughs) Access denied. And with that, we will end the episode there. Uh oh, (laughs) you just killed Unum and Diem. All right. So thank you again, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode a little bit longer than normal. And uh, we'll see uh, what happens with Unum and DM now uh, that access has been denied. But in the meantime, uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us at paperpencildice.com or you can reach us by email with any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have for us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Otherwise, until next time, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper, Pencil, Dice.